Welcome to the Community HealthCast, brought to you by the Queen's Community Health Board. My name is Rick Conrad, and today I'm joined by our coordinator, Elizabeth Bailey. Hi, Elizabeth. Hey, Rick. Good morning. How are you today? I am great. We have an interesting guest lined up today, I think, and uh, it'll be fun to talk to Scott Christian, who um, is the owner and founder of Insight Consulting and Evaluation in Liverpool. And we're going to find out a bit more about him today, one of these Get to Know Your Neighbor podcasts, and find out a bit more about Scott and why he and his family decided to move here and uh, what sorts of things they've been doing in Queens County since they've moved here. Fantastic. I can't wait to learn more about him. I love meeting new neighbors. Hey, so hi, Scott. Welcome to the podcast, and thanks a lot for doing this. Thanks for having me on, folks. I'm excited to do it because I think this is, I think it's really important to have different types of information about what's going on in Queens County, because I know that when my wife and I chose to move here, there wasn't a wealth of available information in terms of what it's like to live in Liverpool. So tell us a bit more about yourself, Scott, who you are and uh, where you come from, that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I come from uh, Nova Scotia, I was born in Halifax, spent early years in Yarmouth, but mostly grew up in the Valley. But uh, after finishing up high school, kind of lived everywhere else outside of um, Nova Scotia for you know quite a while. I went and went to school in Fredericton and met my, my now wife there. Studied in Central America and then um, lived in, in Ontario for a while. So worked in Ontario for a while where my wife is from and, and then worked in Alberta for a while. And that's where we uh, came back from. We moved from Edmonton to Liverpool. It's been cool because moving to Liverpool is like moving home because it was moving back east, moving to Nova Scotia. But it was also like moving to a brand new community. The only memory that I had of Liverpool was coming here to play hockey a couple of times with kids. So then why Liverpool? Why did you guys decide to move to Liverpool? Well, the biggest thing was my wife's the branch manager at Scotiabank. And she, she um, basically, she, when she was on maternity leave for our first kid, Lachlan, he was born in Edmonton. And we had this strong desire to get back closer to family. All of her family lives in the greater Toronto area. All my family lives out here in Nova Scotia. And so we just started looking at what were the sort of opportunities Scotiabank had a lot of management level staff um, in the retail banking sector who were coming uh, to the retirement age, uh, Annapolis Royal, Sheet Harbor, and Liverpool, who were all kind of going to need a new manager. Always loved the South Shore, always loved the beaches down here. Sheet Harbor was very, is very kind of too remote for us, I think. So it was between Annapolis Royal and Liverpool, and we ended up picking, picking Liverpool. And how long ago was that? That was a few years ago. Is that right? Yeah, that would have been um, 2017. I think we we moved here in September of 2017. What do you think of Liverpool? What uh, what's been your experience since you've moved here? Yeah, you know what? We love it. We absolutely love it. I wasn't sure because my wife grew up in the greater Toronto area. She's very urban. Her whole life lived in an urban setting. And and while I did grow up in small town Nova Scotia. I left when I was 17 and lived my entire adult life in major cities, but I wasn't sure what it was going to be like to be an adult living in a small town. In this case, it really worked out. I remember driving into town and kind of like coming as soon as we got on Bristol and then kind of approaching the bridge and you could just see like, you know, Scotiabank is right there at the, th- at the three-way and coming through and it was just a very quaint town and, and very uh, kind of, it was a beautiful day. I, I remember it vividly. It was like a really nice day in, in June and, we got really instantly got really, really good vibes from the town and we, we love it. I think we really found our groove here and our intention is to, is to, to raise our kids here. 
If you could, uh, tell us a bit about uh, your company. What do you do there uh, and how is it doing that from a place like Liverpool? People ask me what I do and I'll just say I'm a consultant. <laughs> and they'll say in one section, I'll just say I'm a consultant. It's interesting. If I say program evaluation, a lot of people think like software programs, like computer programs. It's not that. It's like social programs. So that's a field that I've worked in basically since I finished. My, I've got my first real job after university. And so basically what we do in the easiest, the easiest way to describe it is I look at policies and programs for governments or big nonprofits, social programs that try to make an impact. We go in and we examine them and we assess them and figure out if they're if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, if they could be doing it better. So we use social research methodologies to answer business questions for basically, for the most part, government programs, although I have more and more been working in the nonprofit and sort of social enterprise sectors too. So that's the kind of the field that I work in is assessing, evaluating, measuring policies and programs in the public and nonprofit sectors. And it's interesting that um, in today's day and age, it actually works quite well. More and more, I think, for um, a lot of professional services, there's less emphasis on being face-to-face. And so it's interesting because for a lot of my colleagues, you know, working in you know Toronto's and, and Vancouver's or Calgary's of the world or Canada, um, I think COVID had much more of a day-to-day impact on what their what their workday looks like. But for me, I'll, vast majority of my interactions with associates or with clients were web-based. I was an early adopter of Zoom. I knew about Zoom pre-COVID. <laughs> Let's just say that. I had a Zoom account before COVID hit. In any case, so yeah, it, it works quite well. And it's been exciting for me, I think, because when I moved here, all of my professional contacts were large in Ontario, specifically Toronto, and in uh, Edmonton, because I spent a better part of four years working for various government entities in, in Alberta. But I also really, upon moving back to Nova Scotia, wanted to be kind of part of the solution in addressing the economic and demographic downward trend that the region was experiencing. So I really kind of intentionally tried to find work and projects more locally in Atlantic Canada. And so that's been really cool for me, um, reconnecting with some people and meeting lots of new people and figuring out kind of who's who in the zoo around Nova Scotia. And what are the big priority areas that the the government and the nonprofits are trying to address? So it's been really cool. And the other great thing is that I've been able to actually hire a few people locally too, which has been great. I mean, it, it feels good to be able to provide some jobs. When you do work outside your home, you, you do a lot of it in the new uh, co-work space in Liverpool called Work Evolved. Is that right? Yeah, I think the team calls me the host. Okay. Here at the Liverpool site, I always love the idea of co-work communities. And when I was working in Toronto years ago, around like 2012 or something like that, I had some limited exposure to working in a um, a bit of a different model, but but like a co-work space. And I, I loved it. And I always loved the, the idea. As soon as I heard about the idea of co-work spaces, it just made a lot of sense to me. And then when I moved here and was doing some poking around, I think it was I was at um, the Acadia Entrepreneurship Center doing some kind of like small business. They do they do amazing things there at the Acadia Entrepreneurship Center and the satellite office that they have in Bridgewater. And I was, um, yeah, I was, I was doing something there and I heard about this. It was then called Co3, co-workspace in Bridgewater. And I thought, no way that they have, uh, it was so cool that they had a, a co-workspace in a small town and that there was a hub in Mahone Bay, I found out. 
And I was at a in a place where I had a couple staff on board. I needed an office that was bigger that I had where I wanted my own kitchen and a boardroom when we needed it and, and stuff like that. And I thought this is the time instead of me going and trying to take on a lot of extra overhead for my business. Um, I thought now's the time to try to explore bringing a co workspace here. So I approached Andrew Button, who had by that time bought the, the hub in my home bay. Like I started to explore opportunities to partner with him on a uh, site, bringing a site to Liverpool. And he loved the idea. After we, we talked about it and we explored it a bit, we just couldn't figure out a way to structure it. I didn't have a lot of liquidity. Like I didn't have a lot of liquid uh, assets to invest in renovations to a space and what have you. And so I remember we, we kept going back and forth in terms of like a franchise model or partnership or how to structure it. And then he just asked me, like, Scott, why do you want to own a co-workspace in Liverpool? Like, what's your motivation? And I said, I don't. I don't care about owning one. I just want there to be one. And I just want to be part of one. And he said, okay, cool. Well, if you don't really care about having a sort of a stake in it, then like, I'll do it. But I'm not doing it without you because I need you on the ground to be kind of the champion and my eyes and ears. I don't have anyone in Liverpool. So you would be my guy in Liverpool. So if you would kind of do these like host duties, then I'll give you and your team kind of a deep discount. I'll give you a good deal on using the space. And so that's where we landed. And I'm really happy that we landed here. I love working in this space. It's really starting to catch on just recently in the last couple of months, we're really starting to see an uptick in interest in people coming in and, and using the space. And I think more and more just, and like we see with COVID, we see so many people relocating here, but I have to give a shout out to, to Taryn Jollymore too, because she was instrumental in, in, uh, in bringing the co-work space to Liverpool too. And just to Andrew Button, great guy. Okay. You've obviously done a great job of integrating into the community since you've been here. I'm highly involved with the Queen's Daycare Association. I am the the chair of the board of the Queen's Daycare Association and have been involved for about two and a half years for most of the time that I've been here. But I think the future is young people. uh, The future is our children. And that if we're going to foster economic growth and have a future of the community, that we need to also prioritize and, and understand the the interests of, of those, the, that segment of our population. And there's a changing identity that's going to happen because we do have a graying population and we do have, I think, all of the sort of population growth opportunities for population growth are going to be driven by migration towards the region, not through sort of domestic birth, you know, driving the, po- driving the population growth. There is already, it's shifting and that's going to impact, you know, there is going to, in some you know, pockets of our community, certainly going to be gentrification. There is going to be, um, it's going to be a lot of, there's going to be shifts. And there's a lot of uncertainty around that. Do you have any sort of tips for people who are recently, who have recently moved into the region or are thinking of moving to Queens County? Because we hear a lot about, you know, real estate has, has boomed in the past year, partly because of the pandemic. Do you have any tips for newcomers to Queens County and how to integrate? What are some of the things to kind of look for before they decide to move? Yeah, well, I just think like the, the biggest thing I would say is that is to like to, to get involved in the community. You can forge your own path here. I think in other more established, more urban centers, there's already so many things moving. There's already so much sort of momentum in, in directions here. You can really carve out your own path you can do what you want to do here. There's a lot of opportunities for that. Come, explore it, check it out, but try to make a life here. I think we we certainly love it. The quality of life and just the, the pace of life is so different here. We talked a little bit about your role uh, at the Queen's Daycare, but 
I know that you've got some kids there. So can we hear about some of the youngest new residents of Liverpool? Yeah, um, I actually at present don't have any kids at the daycare because my uh, my oldest son, he's he's in pre-primary now. So he's a school age kid. So he's told me at length about how he is you know, far too mature to go to daycare any longer. So, um, And then Reese, my youngest son, he's eight months old. And presently, the daycare, the, the Queen's daycare is presently not a, able to provide care to children under the ages of, of 18 months right now. And that's a big project that we've been working on is to bring infant care to the community. Oh, thank you. Before we wrap up, I'd just like to ask, how do you think we in the community and the Community Health Board can help welcome new residents? What would you have liked to see as a welcome when you first moved here? I think it's really a good initiative that they started. And I think we just missed it. And I was kind of, um, I was I was slight, playfully harassing former Councillor Ryan Freilich about it, that we didn't receive a welcome package, but I've heard that people receive welcome packages. I think we just, we got in on just under the wire. I think that's a great initiative, the idea of a councillor coming in. And, um, and I think the welcome package is one thing, but just to make that initial contact. And I know that, and then there's showing people uh, around the community. Outside of that, I think in some ways it's a little bit difficult. I know when we moved here, there's no websites and we had to like be very like, okay, so my first piece, my first piece of advice to anyone who moves here is don't look for websites, look for Facebook pages, because that's everything. This town lives on Facebook, it seems. Plenty of opportunity to bring your, your thoughts and your energy to the community. There's all kinds of opportunities to get involved. Saying thanks for having me on. Um, I appreciate the opportunity. I think it's a fantastic place to raise your family or to grow old or whatever it is, wherever you are in life. It is a really awesome community. There, There is lots of interesting stuff going on here. Join us. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Scott. It was a great uh, talking to you today. Great chat. And I'm sure we'll see you on Main Street in Liverpool. Yeah, thanks to you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Great to meet you, Scott. For more information on today's topic, please visit our Facebook page, Queen's Community Health Board, or call me, Elizabeth Bailey at 902-350-0478. Thanks for listening, and tune in next time to the Community HealthCast.